Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. We are days away from the month of May. May is bananas. With graduations, Mother's Day, the end of the school year, the beginning of summer, and of course, the Kentucky Derby, May can get crazy. We only add to the crazy here at the chapel in so many ways. Um, with Youth Sunday in two weeks, Pentecost the week after that, which includes the bishop's visitation with baptisms, confirmations, and receptions. May will be quite a month. And in keeping with our late spring theme, I want to tell a story about Christmas. Stick with me, folks. <laughs> It'll make sense in a minute. My mother has a favorite television commercial that airs that time of year, or at least it used to air at that time of year, in days of yore, when we got our television over the air. And if she is in the room, you better have a hanky at the ready. It's a coffee ad, typical of my mother and I, for neither of us function well without a constant supply of coffee. And the scene is very early on a snowy Christmas morning. A young man, probably about college age, is quietly opening his parents' front door after a long journey home. The viewer is made to think that his homecoming is unexpected and a surprise, and as he turns on the lights in the living room, all has been made ready for a perfect Norman Rockwell Christmas. The heart flutters and everything is beautiful. And then little sister runs downstairs Peter, she exclaims, but everyone's asleep. Well, I know what will wake them up, he says in his best Wally Cleaver. <laughs> and the two march off to the, to the kitchen to make, of course, some coffee. The magical aroma, or at least that's what the folks on Madison Avenue want us to think, fills the house and the older folks begin to stir. Pajama adults trudge downstairs, curious to solve this great mystery, only to find the aforementioned Peter grinning in the living room in front of a full coffee service. The last to see him is his mother. Peter, she exclaims, and they embrace. You're home. The two continue to embrace as the image fades to a can of coffee in front of a roaring Yule log, and a deep voice intones, A very Merry Christmas to you and yours from Coffee Brand X. 
nauseating. <laughs> but it reminds me of home. Home is a potent theme. It can be filled with warm and genuine sentiment. And it can be fraught with disappointment and brokenness. We desire home, yet we run away from home. We want to return home, but we know that home is never the same. We love home, and yet we are meant to leave home. And no, and home can fall victim to that horrible foe. Change. Change. No, not change. We hate change. We fear change. We will stand and scream at change. Change, change, go away. Come again another day. And yet, as the prophet Sam Cooke once said, change is going to come. Oh, yes, it will. So in the midst of this eternal struggle between home and change strides today's gospel. It is Monday, Thursday, the Thursday of Holy Week. Jesus is in the midst of his long soliloquy in John after the Last Supper and the foot washing, but before they get up and go to the garden. Talk about a moment fraught with imminent and immense change. And Jesus says, Abide in me as I abide in you. I love that word, abide. It appears 129 times in the New Revised Standard Version of our Bible. So we can easily skip over it. But abide means more than just to be. But it means to live, to stay, to relish, to lodge. It reminds me of one of my favorite passages, the first chapter of Ruth. Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. I will abide with you no matter how you try to push me away. This is elaborated on in today's epistle. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. One can even find this theme woven in today's Old Testament reading, where the Ethiopian eunuch, the ultimate outsider, after a lifetime of searching, finds a home in the waters of baptism. For to abide in God is to find our forever home. This home, our earthly home, whatever they are, will change. It might crumble. It might betray you. It might cast you out. It might just look different and your role in this home might evolve. But this home is never the same. As I mentioned before, in two weeks we will celebrate Senior Sunday and one of our traditions is to give each high school senior a walking stick. This is my walking stick. Not given to me when I was a senior in high school, but by my youth group at the first church I served as a curate. 
Someone asked me at 7.30 if I was going to hit anyone with this. And I said, only if you misbehave. And in a fortnight, we will pray these words over our seniors' walking sticks. May the love of God be with you on all the days of your journey. May you know Christ's love surrounding and upholding you. And may you always follow the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. May your stick be a reminder to you of the people of the chapel who love you, who have supported you, and who will continue to pray for you and cherish you, and who will always welcome you back home. We live in a time of change, from Christmas stories to maypoles, and we can't escape it. And we humans, with our soft hearts, we have a hard time living in the midst of it. But we can live in God's love. We can abide in God's love. And when we do, we will finally and eternally know that we always have a home in God. Amen. Amen.